everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast for May 3rd. We're, we're on a Monday now. The first Monday of May. What's up, everybody? Welcome. Almost half the year. Can you believe 2021? Hey, you know what? A lot of people out there were saying that 2021 is going to be our year. It, it seems like it is, man. Did you guys see what happened on the news today? For the locals of Miami, that is. The, the people that this show was intended for. All right? I know some people in Canada are tuning in. I know who you are. Looking at us through your frosty uh, screens. <laughs> right? Wishing you were here in, the, in this weather. Because it's fucking hot in Miami. Did you guys see that uh, DeSantis told everybody, fuck off. Everybody that is asking for vaccination passports. I don't even know what that is. We had passports for being vaccinated. I mean, I didn't get vaccinated. But there were some companies or something like that that were requiring people to like show a passport about this. Like, I didn't even know about this. Did you guys know about this? What's up, Corey Cognac? Welcome. Icar. Epa. David. What's up, man? Nick. Classes in session. Damn right. Pablo the stylist, uh, Foxtrot, 305 Nelson. Eddie, what's up, man? Monkey Sign says, sup, what's up? Yeah, man, so uh, it turns out the Miami, you know, shout out to the local government here in Miami because it seems like we're all realizing that uh, the government is catching up. We're not catching up. The, gov- the local government is. DeSantis is telling people, hey, this shit is kind of stupid, right? And we're like... We've been telling you this since March of 2020. Open this shit up, man. Let's ride it out. We're going to kill Nana regardless because we're going to choose partying over grandmas. That's just the end of it. Okay? Miami is a party city. We were supposed to... We, half of the... Half of the, if, the, if, the if it's true that the coronavirus was as deadly as they say it was or said it was, uh, we probably have a lot less traffic, man, because remember when, I don't know if you guys remember this, but in March of last year, no, I think it was in the peak, maybe like in April of last year in 2020, how clear were those expressways? Did you guys go out driving in 2020 when this shit was at its peak? If you guys went out driving when the coronavirus announcements were made and everybody was like, what the fuck is this? We've never gone through this. Sound the alarm. Miami traffic was so empty. I've never, it, it was, that was the biggest phenomena I've ever seen in my life where I'm driving up and down uh, the Palmetto Expressway and I'm seeing nothing but clear fucking roads. No one is out. Are you guys, have you guys experienced this last year? All right. The roads were so clear that uh, maybe even the roosters were about to go out and walk on the expressway. <laughs> All the famous roosters that we have in our city were about to take over the expressways and walk up and down that shit. We're probably going to, we would probably have roosters migrating down to Doral from Hialeah, taking the expressway. That's how empty that shit was. You know what I'm saying? Because roosters don't fly. They walk. They have wings, but roosters don't give a fuck. They were going to take down the, they were going to come down the expressways. They were going to come down to Doral. They're going to go to fucking Kendall and shit. It was, it was almost getting there guys. Now I, one thing that I do miss about the times that we were going through the pandemic, why did the rooster cross the turnpike? 
So try the Kendall cafecito. Uh, Rick Trouder says, a great era in our history. I'm telling you, man. Every once in a while, they should come out with another hoax here locally so that we don't have to, uh, we don't have to experience so much traffic. You know what I'm saying? Like every once in a while, they should just, they should just give out a little local lie. It's like, hey, hey, hey everybody, El Cuco is out. <laughs> Yo, they should do that, man. <laughs> Everybody, remember El Cuco? When you were a kid, he's out there. So we don't need, we don't want anybody going out into any stores. Stay indoors. Don't go out. And then you and I, man, that don't believe in El Cuco, we're out and about just fucking driving. Like, these fuckers fell for it. Since we're like what, ninety percent Latino, at least fifty per, if not, if not more, fifty percent or more, will probably be like, "Oíste, El Cuco está allá afuera." No, no, vamos a salir. Clear them streets out. Bring back a chupacabra. <laughs> hey, the chupacabra is making a comeback in Miami. Clear those roads out. <laughs> Yo, that's great, man. That's hilarious. You know what? I told myself I, I'd let people in. We got uh, Zug Kamisa jumping in. All it takes is a couple of dead goats or roosters. All right, Zug Kamisa, Z-U-G Kamisa. What's up, man? Are you there? Okay. Hello. What's up, man? Did you accidentally go live, Zug Kamisa? Can you hear me? Hello. Hey, what's up, man? Miami Beach. You're from Miami my, Beach? My, my son... In Miami Beach, live like live in Miami. Miami shirt man. All right, that's enough of that. <laughs> you see, this is why. Hey, Zugman, thank you for joining us, man. But I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. This is why I'm so careful when I bring people on the live. Like people just. I don't even think that guy knows he was on a live stream. He probably just tapped it by accident and was like, I have a son in Miami Beach. <laughs> oh, man. What's up, Finar, Finar Accessories? Ambitious. Dude, dude, he thought you were Alex Trebek. Probably. That guy was giving me random facts. Someone get their grandpa. Yeah, exactly. This is why I don't go live with other people, man, because I try to bring them on, right? I try to have a conversation with them, and they're like, eh, eh, South Beach. <laughs> Thanks for coming out, Zug, man. We're just fucking with you, bro. Yeah, man. Well, congrats. first of all, I want to say, Zug, man, congratulations on surviving the pandemic. That goes to show you guys that we're doing pretty good in Miami amidst all the openings we're doing. If that guy made it, we're going to be okay. The more we open up, if that guy, he, that guy was clearly in his 90s. You know, you know somebody, you know how old somebody is on how much forehead you see. <laughs> uh, 
You can always tell how old someone is based on how much forehead they have on the FaceTime. Yo, we got a joke. Yo, we did it. That was awesome. <laughs> you can always tell how old someone is based on how much forehead they show on, on the FaceTime. Yo, that's a great one, man. Can't wait to use that one. Hey, what's up? Uh, Asadiam, the big doe. Willie Will. Marty says, my grandpa. All right, so let's keep going, guys. Um, yeah, if there's anything that I'm going to miss about the pandemic, it's definitely going to, uh, to be how empty the streets were, man. Um, I, You know what the only place that was still... Very active during the pandemic, Nosberry Farms in Homestead. I went there on a random day. There was still a fucking line. Nosberry Farms, where you get the fucking uh, spicy jelly and the Cinnabons. Fucking packed. What's up, T-Bird? Chris, Blue-Eyed Soulfly. Reservation Hotels. Oh, Dot Cuba. <laughs> Strip Clubs. Yeah, man, Miami's about to open the fuck up, man. And right now, um, traffic jams uh, are going on the rise. But the thing about traffic jams is the reason why it's so bad, I believe, is because everybody kind of has like this everyone for themselves mentality when you go on the streets. And if everybody has uh, that kind of mindset, you have to be the same way to get through. If people are cutting you off, people are blocking you, right from not crossing the street you got to be an aggressive driver right what's up Moncherie? massage parlors right what's up manny money what's up david we're here talking about we're here talking about how much we're gonna miss miami before it was congested remember last year after march when miami had like two or three good months where it was just fucking empty where it was like i am legend out there right get this guys just recently i was performing at sunset mall Right. This past Saturday at, you know, Umbrella. Uh, and I'm going to tell you guys, man, I am surprised that Sunset Mall remained. Open, like I'm surprised Sunset Mall made it past the pandemic because Sunset Mall looks like it was it, it was on lockdown before COVID-19. <laughs> right. Like I thought Sunset Mall was one of those places that you knew were going to close, but they never did. I don't know how. Sunset Mall looks like after the pandemic, if I, I thought when I was going to go there, I was going to see plants growing off the sides of the wall and there was going to be like deers uh, running around and shit, right? Kind of like the animals claimed its territory again. It turns out it's fucking open. You know, one store that didn't make it was PacSun. And why would they make it, man? Puka shells and fucking jorts, jean shorts. They're not, they're not making a comeback in Miami. Those days are over. All right. If you see a dirty blonde, uh, uh, bird chested kid with puka shells and uh, and uh, floral flip flops, you're not you're not welcome in Miami. Those days are over, man. I mean, I, I lived in that era, too, in the early 2000s when that was cool. But it's just you're weird now. You're an outsider. You know what I'm saying? I don't care how much of a tan you get. 
Remember back in the day when kids used to dress like that? Straight out of PacSun. With the fucking chain wallets? PacSun didn't make it. Oh, man. Chain wallets were so popular in Miami. People used to go to the beach in the water with them on. Sweet Caroline on the chat. What's up, man? We're here, uh, we're here talking about uh, Miami opening up. Oh, God, I was on the way home from the gym. US-1 had a blinking yellows going off, and it was a nightmare. Sunset Mall of Americas looks like Walking Dead sets. Bro, you tell me about it. Exactly. Sunset Mall and Mall of Americas, how do you remain open? I want to look at their business plan. I'm like, all right, uh, who's the CEO of these places? This probably doesn't even have management. It's like, <laughs> can you imagine... If like the stores that are operating in those malls, like they're just in business because they don't have, they haven't paid rent since the place was abandoned. Can you imagine? Like remember in the scene from Fight Club when they're fighting in that area and then the, then the, the owner comes in and be like, what the fuck are you guys doing here? Uh, Lou said we could fight here. I'm fucking Lou. <laughs> That's what it's like in Mall of America and Sunset Mall. Somebody walks in be like, what the fuck is a hot topic still doing here? We've been closed since 2012. Lou said we could stay here. I'm fucking Lou. <laughs> Those guys are probably still operating without anyone, without the, the, the fucking owners of the property knowing about it. <laughs> fucking business license expired in the early thousands. All right, uh, America is America Mall is just a DMV with a sub. America is just a DMV with a subway. The guy who went live with you is the CEO. <laughs> Yo, hilarious! The guy who went live with you is the CEO. <laughs> oh, yo, that's fucking great, man! That is great. That Home Depot and 8th Street have mad illegal uh, laborers at 6 a.m. Well, I mean, have you seen uh, Miami traffic in the middle of the night? I don't miss those days where I would try to drive home and there would be expressway uh, closures because some people wanted to, like, uh, I don't know, uh, power wash the fucking roads or something. I don't know what the fuck they do in the middle of the night, but they always close down the most popular expressways. Like the expressway you use to go home, they close it out. It's almost like they have a map and say from 9 to 3 a.m., these roads are mostly used. Close them out. What are we going to close them out with? Cones and fucking trucks saying do a detour. And they never tell you the detour. They just say there's a detour. Go this way. And then you go that way. And then you end up in some cul-de-sac with a dead end. It's like, these fuckers got me. <laughs> There's no detour here. You got to take the long way fucking home. I don't know. One, I'm, I'm going to miss empty Miami streets because now that DeSantis signed this paper, whatever the fuck it is about vaccine passports, I don't know anything about that, all right? I'm not getting vaccinated. You know why? Because I'm not a sheep. No, it's not that. It's just that I'm too busy, man. I'm too busy. I got it back in August and it wasn't that bad. I was asymptomatic. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to ride it out because my, my immune system needs to fight it. Right. Because what are you going to do when COVID-28 comes out? 
Did you did you get COVID uh, nineteen? No, I skipped that one. Then you ain't gonna make it through twenty eight, man. What makes you think you're gonna make it? <laughs> ten ten infections later. All right, I'm talking shit, guys. If you want to get vaccinated, by all means. All right, I don't care. I really don't. It makes no difference to me. I mean, how how, how serious do people take it? You're about to get laid, and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Did you get vaccinated? Fuck that. All right, let's get down to it. Let's get to the reads. This show is sponsored by Elie Venus, who works in health insurance, by the way. Uh, uh, he's a subject matter expert in the world of health insurance, so use him as a resource. If you have any questions, he has answers. The people he helps the most are those who, have, who do not have health insurance because they believe it to be unaffordable, and those who do have health insurance and are complaining about how much it costs. He can help anyone, anywhere with anything regarding the health insurance. So call him today, 305-335-3944, or email him. L-E-U-V-N-A-S, E-L-I-U dot V-I-N-A-S at ushadvisors.com. All right, back to the show. David says, Manny's immune system on stronger win streak than Jake Paul. All right, so I don't know. I, I can go off a little bit on this. I don't know who that guy is, but apparently he's a YouTube star. And he's fighting like old people. Is that what it's come down to? Where YouTube stars can step in the ring bring up the ratings he knocks out some old guy and then everybody's like fucking jake paul is that is that what that is you know i was saying this you know pop the pop era during our times are is probably the worst pop era that has ever existed because you know how easily you can manipulate social media radio anything at all any communication channel and you can you can idolize somebody that doesn't deserve it. That's the thing about our generation now. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go off on a tangent here. I'm gonna I'm gonna get on my soapbox for this one. All right. I read this book called Hitmakers, right? And apparently, it's easier than ever to make hits. Like, but the thing is, people want the same shit but presented differently. So when you got social media channels, it's so easily it's so easy for people with money to manipulate those channels to show you somebody. And then you're just like, all right, this guy deserves or this girl deserves to be popular based on the criteria provided. I saw him five times in a row. He's got to be somebody. It's that easy, right? So when it comes to someone like Jake Paul and like David says, uh, Jake Paul, he's fighting people who aren't boxers. But how much cred is that guy getting going into the ring and winning anyway? You wouldn't even question it. You're like, what, what's, who is Jake Paul? He collects Pokemon cards on YouTube. And he knocks people out. Are they boxers? No. <laughs> but that's what it takes, man. If you, if you guys saw enough Miami comedy podcasts, and four of you have, according to now three, <laughs> I'd be a star too. Anyways. Uh, the last thing I'll touch on, as a matter of fact, it segues right into this, man. Um, advertising in Miami. I get stuck in traffic long enough to look at the advertising and notice that the advertising in Miami has a lot of sex in it. So check this one out. There's a new one that they just, I mean, you guys might have seen this one. I'm driving eastbound on the Palmetto. I'm going to fucking Winwood. This was today. And on the left-hand side, there's this big fucking... Uh, I, I think it's close to the uh, the entrance of I-95. There's a big fucking poster and it's these two beautiful black models. And in the middle, it says city girl summer. 
and I'm thinking, and, and it's the guy, huge ass fucking cleavage. And then I look to the right and there's another billboard that says, live your vices in Miami. And I'm thinking to myself, it's like, you know what? Miami has always advertised this way. Right. Have you guys noticed it's super sexual? Remember those advertisements that was like, your wife is hot. It's like, who the fuck asked you if my wife, oh, is this an air conditioning advertisement? Right. What about the ones when the girl or the girl with the big fucking tits was offering you uh, auto insurance? What the fuck do tits and auto insurance have to do with each other? So in Miami, it's clear as day. We know why people are moving here. I think I think somebody also posted like that Puff Daddy just moved to. Let's look this up. I want to verify this because I, I can't trust social media all the time. Uh, P. Diddy, right? Because that's his name. Those AC ads every time. Yeah, exactly. P. Diddy moves to Miami. Yeah, I think Puff Daddy posted on his social media uh, that he moved here. See, P. Diddy social media. Let's find out. At Diddy. 17.7 million followers. Good shit. Tits double as airbags, so you get lower insurance. (laughs) That's hilarious. Yeah, look at that. All right, so if you go to P. Diddy's Instagram, he just posted that he moved to Florida, Miami in particular, over in Star Island. Look what I just got in the mail today. It's official. Welcome to the love era. So P. Diddy is an official Miamian. He just posted his fucking driver's license, which is fucking crazy to me. (laughs) This guy posted his fucking driver's license. That's funny. And my friend, Michael Ari, I know him. Vladimir says no fur coats here in Miami. (laughs) Yeah, what's P. Diddy doing in Miami, man? He's going to be walking around with his fur coats. Eh -eh. (laughs) He's going to walk around, feel that temperature and go, eh eh. And when he starts doing the Harlem Shake, first of all, I don't even think the Harlem Shake is you can do it here in Miami. That's unacceptable. Miami doesn't like other cities representing here. Have you noticed that? Miami is extremely territorial when it comes to anybody coming in here repping any other fucking city. It's like, we ain't having that. We're 100% Miami. We don't want you Harlem shaking. All right. Just the other day, there was a a New York lady, 305, coming in here, putting flamingos on the chat like she's from Miami. We see right through you. All right, you ain't from Miami. All right, I could see you with your crooked New York Yankees cap and your Tim boots hiding behind the palm tree. (laughs) Yeah, man, P. Diddy, fucking Miami, and he fucking posted his driver's license. That's crazy to me, man. The amount of confidence somebody has to be like, hey, go ahead, do some fraud on my shit. And how can you? You know, I think the more the more popular you are, the more you become a pop star, the uh, the less likely anyone can like do some fraud, right? Imagine somebody like me with a fake P Diddy Florida driver's license, and I just show up trying to get a loan. They're like, "Really? Get the fuck out!" They won't even call the cops. They'd be like, "You're fucking. You got mental illness, or you're fucking retarded. Get out of here." And sorry, I said the R word. I meant it in the humorous way. He's going to rock an iguana coat. (laughs) 
Yeah, man. Somebody should come up with this stuff like that, like a leather jacket, but iguana. Show me a churrasco special. Those are the curves I need. Dude, I just had churrasco yesterday. Let me tell you guys something. If you got, you guys want to know if you're in a good neighborhood or not, if there's a wild fork within the mile of where you're at, you're good. Some of the best churrasco that I've ever had in my life that I cooked just last night was from a wild fork. Shout out to Wild Fork for being so delicious. Oh, Wild Fork, you know what you're doing. Congratulations. Miami advertising is for out-of-towners. We just want Pinecrest Bakery. (laughs) That's what's up. That's what's up, David. It's either you give us Pinecrest Bakery or we don't give a fuck about nothing else. You know what? You kind of... You kind of make sense, David, because the locals here, like what's the percentage of the locals here that are actually living the quote unquote Miami lifestyle, right? Like who really is walking around with a fucking Gucci bag with sunglasses? Probably not a lot of us. I'll be honest with you, man. So those that do think that's the Miami lifestyle, they're the ones coming here splurging their money, uh, you know, paying $5 for a cafecito. Fucking got them, Right. You know what, David AP, I applaud that. That's well said. Shout out to David AP, man. Well fucking said, my friend. Most of the people that think that that think the Miami lifestyle, the one that they idolize in the media is real, usually are out of towners because that's not how we live down here. All right, maybe there's some people with a couple of yachts. Maybe there's some people living in high rises in Brickell. Maybe. All right, we get it, you know. But it's a very small percentage of people. What do real, my, what do, what is the real Miami lifestyle? Being stuck in traffic. <laughs> That's the real Miami lifestyle right there, man. Sweating in traffic. You can't, you can't be more Miami than that. Uh, sweating in traffic when you're just a mile away. That's the fucking worst thing about Miami. That something is right down the fucking street, right? Right down the fucking street. And for you to get there via car takes a fucking hour. Right? You got to make a right, but the right for some reason isn't moving. It's just lingering right there. It's like, make a right. Make a right. Fuck. Every red light in Miami takes 15 minutes for some reason. Right? What's up, Florencia? Uh, Yo, Turco. What's up? (laughs) What's up, Shady? Bikes1217 says a peacock had to go with the iguana coat. <laughs> Whatever. You guys are just making up fashion now. Um, yeah, man, Miami. Miami really is quickly becoming one of the biggest popular spots in the entire nation. I mean, it always was, but now more than ever. You know what I mean? Elon Musk even tried to talk shit about Miami. Be like, oh, Miami traffic is so bad. I want to build an underground tunnel. I'd be like, listen, man. You're still going to cause traffic, trafficking, that is, because the drug people are going to be using that tunnel like a motherfucker. They're going to be importing, exporting drugs with electric cars. (laughs) Like, how fast do you how how fast do you think Elon Musk, uh, Elon Musk's tunnel uh, will be used for for transporting drugs? It'll be overnight. Right. Uh, Curse and Blessing says the real Miami life. 
style is a Range Rover on rims and a shared efficiency. <laughs> a Mercedes Benz with an efficiency in Hialeah with roosters and goats. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the real Miami. None of this luxurious stuff. The luxurious stuff in Miami really is for tourists. Wow, man, that's pretty eye-opening, actually. That's very eye-opening, right? Most of the people that want to live the Miami lifestyle, they have no idea that that's not, that's not the real thing. Wow, I wonder how many cities are like that. How many cities can you say matches with what, what they're branded as? Like, did you know that, like, in Tennessee or something like that, Bigfoot is considered, like, the brand or something like that? It's like Bigfoot. You imagine how insulting that is for the people of Tennessee? It's like, well, we're branded with Bigfoot. Really? This shit ain't even real. It must be annoying. It must be fucking annoying. Because I never, I never uh, did cocaine off a, a stripper's uh, butt, right? I never, I never did that. I don't even know why they consider that to be Miamian. Now, have I, <laughs> have I ordered a cafecito in the fucking alley in the middle of nowhere? Yeah, that's actually a more Miamian lifestyle because. In Miami, there's cafecito every fucking where. And, and, you know, the cafecito businesses are just too small to fail. They're just opening up shop anywhere you go. They got them inside gas stations. They got them in, in alleys in the middle of the night, open till like 3 a.m. Like, who are these old ladies selling cafecito so late at night? If I went into the fucking air vents of my house, there's going to be a little old Cuban lady selling cafecito. Oh man, that's that's the Miami lifestyle. Some Musca, Felipe, MJ, Steph says they have a whole radio station dedicated to Bigfoot uh, sightings, entertaining as fuck. See, I knew it. That's awful. We saw Bigfoot the other, did you? All right, all right. That's it. That's enough for me, guys. That's the end of the show. Thank you all very much for uh, coming out and uh, talking some shit with me. All right. If you guys want to help me out, all right. If you want to help me out, uh, go to miamicomedy.com slash podcast, subscribe to the podcast, uh, put in a little something in the bowl, right? Because I'd like to grow this show. So please tell your friends, tune in when you can. I'll try to go as, as, as daily as I can. Okay. Doing pretty good so far. I'm on a streak. But, you know, send some support. Give me good vibes, man. All right? I'll see you guys tomorrow at 6 o'clock. Have a great night, everybody.